Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, I'm super excited to share with you that I have brought back my signature course, Sheenette's Worth, a hairstylist guide to going independent. So if you've been independent for a while and you don't have systems, this course is for you. If you're thinking about going independent and you're not sure if it's what's the right move for you, this course is for you. I know for myself, I wish I had this course. Basically, the first four years I was independent, I struggled because I didn't have the infrastructure or the understanding of the business side of my business. So if this sounds like something you could use some help with, please head over to my website, wavemaking.com, and check out my course. What's love got to do with it, got to do with it? What's love but a secondhand emotion? I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool to start with that. Um, Anyway, today I want to talk about loving yourself because I think, you know, when I first created Sheenette's Worth, my course, I was all about like self-worth and um, really that was the secret to my, you know, newfound success in my own life, like my own definition of success. It was like, oh my gosh, that's what it took for me to attain that. And I, of course, you know, want to save everyone else because I say I was saved. So um, I've heard that people can kind of evangelize whatever they have, um, you know, healed from or found to be helpful. And I've kind of slowed down on that. I'm not everyone's teacher. It's not my job to shake everyone awake, which lesson learned you know you get you kind of you get really gung-ho on what you want to help everyone once you kind of get a little healthier and ease back up as you learn that not everyone is looking for your guidance and let people come to you that are for you but I thought it'd be cool to talk today about just what how your career can change when you realize like you even learn about what self-love is and what that can look like and how you cultivate it and just the secret sauce that it can be and is for your career and life. I know for me, there were years where I kind of, I let, you know, things go with relationships and people that like when Lindsay of today thinks about patterns or, you know, an email came up from a client that I no longer see. And just seeing the way that that they were talking to me um, from where I stand today, I was, I was kind of really, I was actually just like blown away and and sad for, from Lindsay of yesterday that, that she thought that it was appropriate and okay. And obviously like I, I did end up handling it, but when I look back at, you know, like, I think it's, let's just use some like you know, disrespectful client relationships as an example, because it's kind of pertains to what I'm talking about. Um, just the tone and the, the, just like the, just like the disrespect that I thought was 
part of the job. And don't get me wrong, like we always talk about, I have wonderful clients, but you know, over the years there have been people that maybe have like viewed me more as the help. And I think I kind of also saw myself a little bit as the help. And, you know, like I saw an email popped up from someone that I don't see anymore, like I said, and it was like, they had reached out to, cause they were persistent. Like one of those people that doesn't see any harm in asking. And, you know, they were asking if they could come in another time other than their original time. And I said, you know, I don't have any that day, but I do the following day. Um, and I gave them some more options and they responded with my situation hasn't changed at all. Um, my availability hasn't changed. And so that, that will, we'll have to keep it where it's at. And I remember thinking like, well, you reached out to me. I offered you some alternatives and, um, I could have written, which I would not write to someone, but I could have said my schedule, nothing's changed on my end, but that's not how I talk to people or how I treat people. And, um, yeah, like looking back at that and just being like, wow, like I've come so far, but when I look at like, why did I think that was okay or tolerate that behavior? Um, I think it's because I didn't think I like loved myself enough to think that like that was wrong. Or like, I think I thought that, you know, people could talk to me like that. Or there's another example I'll give just to give you context around like what, what used to be. Uh, I had a situation where like someone would be like, oh, I want you to, I'm going to FaceTime my daughter with you. My daughter's FaceTiming. And it's like, okay. You know I mean? We all been there, right? Like I don't necessarily want to FaceTime your daughter. I've never met, but I'm not going to be disrespectful. So, you know, camp shows me the phone. The daughter goes, why would I want to talk to your hairdresser? And I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh my God, what's happening right now? You know, because I didn't, I don't, I don't even know this person, but that, um, just the way that the whole thing felt so disrespectful. And, uh, after she's like, don't take her personally. And it's like, and I remember saying, cause I had started to get healthy. I said, oh, I couldn't possibly take every rude person personally. There's just too many of them. And I just remember like, that's just the only thing I could say. Um, and honestly, that's, that's me on my journey upward to self worth and believing that like, I didn't deserve after a full day of work to have her daughter, like talking to me like that through FaceTime when I didn't even want to FaceTime her. Um, just examples of how I would allow situations or, you know, things to go on that, um, now being at the place I'm at and seeing that, like, I think realizing that you don't have to put up with that kind of stuff and you don't need to with your clients, you don't need to in your relationships and you don't have to compromise yourself to make things work. And I think like when you start to love yourself and spend time with yourself and enjoy your own company, I think that you can you can let go of those relationships a lot easily more easily and you're able to not wish anyone ill will but to be like oh yeah like I don't have clients that treat me like that and it won't be something that is tolerated and it doesn't need to have a big conversation it's just like we're no longer a good fit I mean 
I I have I have to get up every day and live my life and be me and it's a it's up to me to make sure that that life is one that feels good and I don't mean that it doesn't have hard days or that there aren't situations that rock you um or you know things that hurt or pain that comes in life because it ebbs and flows but as a whole if I have to be the one that gets up every day and lives it it has to feel good for me and not like I it's happening at my expense and I think for a long time without that self-love component you can think that your career operates a little bit at your expense and that's the sacrifice you make to do the work that you're doing but I'm here to tell you that this is such a special career that we do and there's so much that we pour into other people um, we just have to make sure that we're not left drained by people and I'm willing to call things um, and I also don't even attract that type of person anymore um, that that kind of gets off on seeing me squirm or uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I don't, and, and I don't spend time with people. Like I think part of starting to honor yourself, take space for yourself, journal, do the things that start to fill you up and to learn about yourself. You start realizing that things don't have to be the way they were and that, you can you can feel good while you do the things you do. And I, I don't know, I just think it's really interesting when I look back at, um, you know, just relationships. And I think one thing that I found to be very helpful is to wish everyone well so that um, you're not attracting that energy back into your life. And I think that, you know, I, for me, there's been like, there's been this particular character that manifests in different relationships and it's it's a pattern that comes up for me because of how I show up and how I handle myself. But when I really do show up for myself and honor myself and wish others well and 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 let them go, I'm able to no longer draw that like experience or pattern back into my life because whatever we like like don't want in our life we're kind of attracting and I I definitely feel like there's a character that thank God no longer um is like drawn to me but it's this this personality that I'm the one that gives and they they take and I, I'm I'm hustling for my worth to be around them and hustling to to provide and do enough and to be worthy of them only to find out that I I have worth and I'm worthy too. So I think um, you don't attract that when you start showing up differently and that's where I get excited about how we get to show up differently and in our businesses, in our lives, it's these small little changes that end up showing people how you want to be treated and it's just this echo and this ripple effect through your whole life and um, how do you start to cultivate self-love I think it's in those moments where your um, auto reply or your 
auto response or your default way of connecting is one that compromises you, but it's like, you know, like, oh yeah, I'll stay late or I'll do that. It's like in those moments, having the self-awareness enough to pause and to be aware that you have a tendency to X, Y, and Z. And instead of just doing what you would always do, stop because you don't want the result that you've always gotten and to be uh, slowly get more comfortable being uncomfortable with expressing your preference, your need, your no, whatever it is. I think that getting more comfortable with that has really been something that I didn't know for a long time how uncomfortable my life really kind of needed to be for me to keep growing and keep evolving. And it does get uncomfortable. I like my bubble was burst. I was like, wait, I thought I was supposed to like work on staying comfortable. And like, I thought that the whole point was to just feel good. And I think that in showing up and loving yourself, you're, you end up having to get really uncomfortable. And it's almost like on the front end, whereas like the way that I had been living, all the discomfort was on the back end, right? Like it's like tell people what they want to hear, like do the thing that they want. You know, like that all feels good in the moment, but the discomfort on the other side is like having to like show up and do that, having to overextend myself, having to live that out. The pain comes later. It came anyway, right? Whereas like the way that I live now, I kind of front load the discomfort. It's like, okay, like, oh, that won't work. Or I'm going to have to say no today for that. Or, you know, you are 40 minutes late. I'm going to have to reschedule you. And I have a cancellation policy. Unfortunately, like I'm going to have to honor that as well. Like that's discomfort on the front end. But on the long term, if we're playing the long game, like our lives get so much better. And I remember not really feeling that great about myself. Usually I think what ends up happening is like something blows up, right? Like a relationship, a job, just something in your life happens. I feel like you find yourself at rock bottom and then you're like, how could I feel worse? So like, fuck it, right? Like I might as well start doing some of the stuff I want to do. It can't get worse. And you start to like be okay with the discomfort because you already feel terrible. But then you start to come out of that and you're like, oh my God, like after like having a, a vulnerable, uncomfortable conversation, like life got better. And it's like you slowly start to go up from it. I don't think everyone needs to like hit rock ass bottom, but I do think that tends to be when we choose to move through things. But I feel like you slowly start to be like, wow, like this is uncomfortable, but like, I feel good. And you start to like have this relationship with discomfort that starts to be like, this is, this is invigorating. And that ends up just being the way that you choose to live your life. And I think people are like, you seem good. But then there's always those couple stragglers that are like, you got cocky. And you're like, oh, my God, if, if you had seen that winter I went through, you'd be just you'd be a, just amazed. I, I can walk, you know, but everyone's coming from their own vantage point. They don't they don't see the cliff you just scaled, you know, so it's OK. And you don't not everyone needs to know. And I love this idea that uh, like the healthier you get, the less you need people to know your side. You don't need people to know, like there was a time in my life where like anything good that happened, I wanted to just like hand people like every shit storm and be like, yeah, 
yeah, be happy for me. And um, I'm here to tell you that life has a funny way of showing you that even that won't be enough for some people. Some people, even if they have seen all the storms of your life, are not comfortable with you having a winning season. Those people are assholes. They exist. I promise you. And so it's like, good to know. Let's get on to living. And as you've gotten healthier and love yourself, you care less and less about those Pams of the world. And if you saw them, you'd just probably nod. That's, that's what I plan to do when I see them. Because there's, there's a lot of them. But there's also a lot of really cool relationships and a lot of friendships and a lot of people that meet you from this place of loving yourself and also help prop you up further. They're like, I see what, like I see something in you and they kind of echo that love and it's just a big love fest. I don't know if any of this is jiving, but I've sure enjoyed today. So I wish you a wave making day and I will talk to you soon.